Hi and welcome along to this week's edition of the Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. I hope you're good, I hope you're well, and thanks for joining us. What a show we've got coming up for you today. Nate Green's in talking about the formidable, the mysterious, the weird-looking creatures that are catfish. Yes, he's going to be telling us all about catfish and how to catch them, the monsters of the deep that lurk in the lakes up and down the UK and uh, can grow up to tremendous huge great big sizes that you can hardly pick up yourself. So that's Nate Green talking about the elusive catfish, king of all predators. That's coming up on today's show. And also in our Tackle on Test feature, as it's summer and the weather's great, and there must be loads of you out there either trying to get some mackerel in or even just going up the beach and trying a bit of spinning. Yeah, so we're going to be talking spinning for bass and we're going to be talking in particular three different types of bass lures that I've coupled together and I took up the beach and I'll tell you how they performed in our Tackle on Test feature. So welcome along, one and all, to this week's Rodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Right, here we go then. Oh, it's a good one. This is Tackle on Test. This week, I'm going to be looking at three different types of lures. Now, it's a bit of a funny old situation, but it is a good time to be out there spinning on the beaches and the rocks and the piers even you know, up and down the UK. There's some great time to do that. And if you're going on holiday, what better way to take a little spinning rod with you, especially if you're traveling around the UK with COVID and everything else. You want to stay in the UK for a staycation. There's loads of lovely areas of beach and rocks that you can fish with. You don't want to be taking a whole kit and caboodle, you know, 12 rods, 15 rod holders, great big tackle boxes, unless you're that way inclined, of course. But it's nice to travel light with a little spinning rod and a little tackle box full of different lures. And you can go out bassing, maybe even a bit of mackerel bashing. Wherever you find yourself, whether you're down in Somerset, down in Cornwall, up in Scotland, wherever there be bass, you might want to go for a little bit of spinning. And this week I've sort of separated out. There's loads and loads of different spinners on the market, loads and loads of lures that you can use. And it is quite addictive as well because there's so many different patterns, different colours and everything. But at the end of the day, what we are trying to do when we're spinning is imitate the fish imitate either a white bait that's been pushed astray by the mackerel shoals that are coming in bass might want to gobble up and take or 
gravitating an injured fish around the rock, rocky outcrops where there might be a bat sniffing around there waiting for his dinner. And bass are an opportunist fish. As well as being a good hunter, they do like to see a bait and grab it quick. Now they survive, they're fast, they're quick and they're powerful. So all we've got to do is imitate that injured fish, white bait, which a bass might take. And as you travel around the UK on your holidays, you might want to take a experience and have a go. Starting off this little feature, I'm going to start with the lure you can obtain from the CNC.com. Okay, and it is the red-tailed spinner, the red-tailed silver spinner to be exact. And these are really good little lures. They're nice and weighty. Um, I brought I brought three of these because I wanted to try the different weights. Now they go in the 30 gram, which is one ounce, which is really personally for me too light. And when I took it up the beach, I found it very light. Couldn't really with it. A 40 gram, which is, you know, okay, but it's only one and a half ounces. A 50 gram, one and three. But one, the one I really liked was the larger, heavier 60 gram one, which gives you two ounces of weight. And I was using a little spinning rod, small little 3,000 size reel. And I found with my nine foot spinning rod that you can really whip these little lures out. Because it's solid, and because it's like basically casting out a tiny piece of metal, I really enjoyed fishing with this and I found that I could load the rod up, fly this little lure out and then I could work it with my spinning rod and it comes with treble hooks on them. They do come with also, which I really liked about these, is a little hook cover. So when you're, you know, foraging around in your tackle box, um, you're not going to stab yourself on the treble on these lures. It can be quite nasty. I mean, I'm blood brothers with many lures over the years ragworms and lugworms but it's not ideal if you're going to put your finger every time you dive into your tackle box so they do come with little hook protectors as well which is nice and um, silver in color very basic colors but at the end of the, day, the bass can see silver they've got sharp eyesight and they are likely to go for these and a little tap of the red tail as well gives it that little other color coordination just that little spark of color to entice a bass possibly a pollock as well but in this case i took the lure up the beach and i was trying to get some bass with it persevered with it unfortunately on this occasion no bass uh, i did get a little take but it must have just missed it i was a bit slow in striking so definitely felt like i got a snatch on the 60 gram but uh, whether i missed it whether it was just the wrong end of the lure or whatever pretty annoying but um i didn't get my fish whatever it was but all in all, they were nice little lures, and they're sort of lure you can take on holiday with you, put in your case, and flick them out whenever you find some nice clear water in the summer. Go out and try and uh, do a spot of luring with the um, silver red-tailed spinners. Very good little lures. Second ones I took were an Italian brand. Now, I'm, I like all things Italian because I, I think they're stylish. I've always liked Italian clothes. I've always liked Italian cars. Recently, we reviewed an Affy reel, which is also Italian, and they do some good continental rods as well. And if you go to Italy, there's loads and loads of people fishing off of, off of their harbours and off of their piers with their big continental rods. So they're quite a good fishing nation, and they are quite progressive in what they do. There's an Italian company called Solums, um, and these are floating poppers with rotating tails. Now, I like the idea of this, because any movement you can get on a makes it look 
that much more real. And it's good if you're going to be back fishing to have a lure that really is quite convincing. Relying on all about the vision and how that bass sees that lure. And these lures are really good because they're nice, bright colours as well. And when you order them, and you can get these from solems.com, that's S O L L E M S.com forward slash products forward slash floating popper. And you'll see there's an array of colours. And I would tend to stick, when I brought them, I brought three of these. And I tended to stick with the whites and bright yellows. Because knowing the British waters, and I know that the bass do like nice, brightly coloured lure, hence silver before I tried these. Again, got to be a bit careful with the weights on these. They do a 13 gram, which is nowhere near really heavy enough for me personally. It might suit some people. A 15 gram, and uh, the ones I brought were the 35 grams, which were the, the, the heaviest they actually do, which I really quite liked. Gave me the ability to flick it out. Not forgetting that you don't have to be a long way out to catch bass in the surf and rocks. They're quite often sniffing around really close in, closer than you ever imagined. But I still like to have the control of a heavier lure if I can put it exactly where I want to put it. Um, on these solemn lures, I've got to say, I did get lucky. I did get a small school bass. Um, and I was very pleased with that off of my little rocky point. I won't tell you where it is, but uh, it's on the Kent coast, and I was really pleased. It was a sunny day when I went out there, and I did have a nice little two and a half pound uh, school bass on this, which I promptly put back. But he was a lovely boy, and he put me up a bit of a fight. So we know these Italian lures do work, and that is the solemn lures, multicolored, the floating popper, and because it's a floating one, it allows you to reel in and make it dive and make it look a little bit more realistic. And it's a really good lure for getting close into those rocks, just flicking it out. And you can actually see when the bass took it. Um, on this occasion, I did see uh, when the bass took it, and I was pleased to say it did give me quite a wallop as well, as they do when bait off the surface. So that's the Solemns, um, and that's Solemn.com. You can find them there, and that is the floating poppers with rotating tails. Lovely little lures, and quite reasonably priced. So uh, I'll give you the prices of these um, in a minute. Now, uh, Lizard Tackle and Bait are a tackle shop down in Cornwall, hence the Lizard Tackle and Bait name. Uh, they're a family-run business, and they operate out of Cornwall. And uh, I have known this tackle shop for many years. I've actually been and I've visited They do do some great tackle. Well, they've got a lure I just had. That was the Demon Bass Slayer. Now, ha-ha. <laughs> I had to get it cause just because of the name, really. The Demon Bass Slayer. I brought um, some of these, and I brought three of these in different colours. And again, I went for the heaviest one I could possibly get with this lure because that gave me a bit of power. Love the colour of these. They really are shiny. They're like the old school lure, if you like, glittery and the holographic uh, images. And they shine really well. The colours are really good as well. Again, I picked some light-coloured ones, um, and I went up to my favourite spot with my Demon Bass Slayers. And again, I was really, really pleased to say that I did catch a bass that's slightly bigger than the last bass I had as well. So we now know that the Demon Bass Slayers do work. It's not an easy task, spinning. It's one of those pastimes that you have to have all the patience in the world. Now, we do say anglers are the most patient people in the world, as you know. We sit quite often for hours and hours and never catch. 
and certainly in the spinning world when you're spinning you can spend a good few hours before you even get a take so i was very lucky catching these two bass i didn't expect to because quite often as i said last week i've been blanking lately whenever i go fishing so it's quite a treat for me to actually get a couple of bass um just down there in the surf and the demon bass slayer um, from lizard tackle and bait really did do the trick as well um again you can order these online um if you want to check that and you can buy them online and in as many numbers as you like and there's a couple of these companies that are doing buy one or buy two get one free at the moment and um, certainly the italian company solemns are doing these if you buy two you get one free which i took up on that offer and quite often lizard tackle and bait got some offers on these as well but the demon bass slayer at 12.99 for lure i think that's not bad you know it's i don't lose lures very often so i mean you can do if you're not careful um but um providing you've got a decent leader on and you've got a decent swivel a strong swivel bass do tend to hard um, you shouldn't really lose the lures 12.99 it is a bit of a annoyance if you do lose one whereas the uh the smaller sea angling shop tractors there that i spoke about earlier the red-tailed silvers are only a couple of three quid each can afford to bung a lot of them but really i'd pay 12.99 all day long for the bass slayer purely because of the colors and the way they move in the water a very very effective lure to entice so that's the demon bass slayer the floating lures um and the solemn's floating poppers the red-tailed silver spinners from the sea english shop uk give them a try if you're out on holiday take a little spinning rod with you stick it in the boot stick it in your car stick it in the back of your van i've personally got a camper van and we're going to go off around the uk very shortly now as we get into july and august and i'm certainly going to be taking a little box of these lures and my spinning rod and uh, be out there trying for bass up and down the uk and why don't you try it as well that's your tackle on test for this week 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bear, <laughs> I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. <laughs> For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for Music In My Life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird dance moves. You head back and then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music In My Life and How Are You. Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Okay, on the podcast, I'm very excited. Nate's back. Hello, mate. Hi, buddy. All right there. Nate, who knows everything about fishing, is the guru of specimen hunter. He is the specimen hunter of, uh, of our parts. And if you want to know anything about fishing... He just asked Nate, and he knows. He knows. He just knows. Yeah, so Been doing flattering. it. He was doing it since he was in nappies, and that's true. He first went fishing with his dad when he was in nappies. So there you go. That's how Nate is standard of his knowledge of fishing. And today we are talking catfish. Now these things are monsters. They can be. Yeah. They are prehistoric monsters. Huge <laughs> sometimes. Um, what the hell? Where'd you start? I mean, catfish. People actually. Go fishing for these. I the vision I've got of catfish is foreign countries, yeah, tickling them out of a river, <laughs> pulling them out with their hands, catfish noodling in, yeah. in the states, and these whacking great big ten foot long things. I mean, it's not not that bad, is it? It's not that bad, oh, no. Just... And and you know, generally, I'd like to think on this podcast we're talking about catching fish with rods and lines and hooks. Absolutely, not moving um, for not nearly with your hands. Yeah, so they're. Um, I believe I'm right in saying they're native to like mainland Europe, so you get a lot of them in like Spain and Italy, yep. Russia, you know, a yeah. lot of the European countries. Um, big stock of them in the, in the rivers through Paris and Seine and yeah. Seine and that in France. I think I'm right in saying that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. In the UK, they're not a native fish, but a lot of fisheries have stocked them now, and there is actually a catfish. There's, you know, presence of catfish in many of our rivers these days. Yeah. But you, you would. You would tend to be going to a sort of day ticket fishery, uh, open access places that you know have got big catfish in them. Yeah. By big, I mean, you know, sometimes 60, 70, 80 wow. pounds plus. Even there's a few fisheries in the UK with fish exceeding like 110, 120 pounds. You know, huge, huge fish. How the hell do you reel that in? Well, you, <laughs> you do, you know, it's important to say you'd have to use pretty dedicated gear for them, you know, real heavy dedicated catfish rods are we talking like sea fishing rods or even actually even uh, actually a lot of them that. are um based on like uptider blanks yeah 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 um, generally they're a bit shorter than your sort of standard carp rods and most of the time most of the sort of dedicated catfish are like um 11 10 10 or 11 foot and like something like five pound test curve wow you know five and a half four and a half to five and a half pound test curve and like 10 foot yeah, that's they, big. They, that's but, big but, ugly stick boat gear, isn't but it? Really? Don't yeah. don't feel like you won't get a fight out of the fish because 
Yeah, go if, to you, the if you hook. I, I've never had a big catfish. Mm. I've had them up in, you know, only into mid-30s, but usually... Mid-30s, he says never had a big usually one. Usually... 30-pound fish, never had a big well, one. Well, it's not big for a catfish, but yeah. but uh, even, you know, even even after catching a 30-pound catfish, you've got like, a bad back and imagine, st- yeah. stiff neck yeah. and all that, you know. Yeah. I mean, They <laughs> fight incredibly, incredibly hard. Like, yeah. And there are lakes now that sort of specialise in these, isn't there? Yeah. A lot of them big, in Europe, they do trips away. It, it's big money, fishing. you know, it's yeah. big money. People, yeah. people advertise their lakes as containing cats. And... and There's two types of catfishing. There's the catfishing on the internet and there's catfishing, catfishing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen it on telly that you get quite often these big foreign lakes or Russian lakes, um, the Baltics and that, and they're, they're, they're advertising trips purely for catfish. And yeah, also the, some of the hotter countries the, as the well. The River Ebro in Spain is, um, you know, really well known for it. Yeah. And there's a few others like the Po in Italy. Yep. Um, the, I think uh, the Seine or Seine in River France. Seine. Yeah, it goes right um, through Paris. It's like it's like Paris's Thames, if you like. Yeah, and yeah. the Segre as well is, yeah. is another good one. Yeah. Um, there's supposed to be really huge ones in like some of the Russian rivers. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, these are wild beasts, aren't these? Are, yeah. These are prehistoric. They're usually... Black, are they, or dark black? They're dark like lovely colours. mottled sort of marbled colour, usually, yeah. yeah, going from like a greyish black colour on the on the sort of upper, you know, on the top side of the fish mm. to sort of paler underneath. And they linger um, around on the bed, on the bottom? They're not usually like, on the bottom, yeah. but actually in some situations you catch them on the surface as well, up well, in right up in the surface layers. Yeah. Um, you can catch them on live baits as well, like live fish. You can catch them on bunches of worms. Um an interesting specialist approach is that people use leeches for them. You oh, can really? actually buy leeches from like leech farms, really? and people use those. And they're supposed to be a really specialist catfish bait because not much else yeah. will take them. So, yeah. I suppose there's in a lot of rivers and lakes there are leeches, aren't there? I if guess you, so. Yeah. If you go for a swim, but, sometimes. You but can it's get... the funny thing, you know. I've I've never actually done it myself, but I think yeah. the theory is that not much else will take a leech. If you get yeah. a take, it'll be a catfish. Well, that eliminates it, I suppose. Yeah. Process of elimination. But yeah, de- also yeah. dead baits, small dead fish suspended, you yeah. know, quite up in... I've I've fished catfish lakes that have got a lot of catfish in them, and on certain nights you'll hear them slapping on the surface. You can hear their tail slapping on the surface oh. as they're feeding, as they're hunting in the surface layers. It's a really distinctive sound. Because um, they've got a massive mouth, yeah. you hear this kind of bloop sound right. of the of the air being caught in their mouth as they as they sort of chase the fish up into the surface. And then often you'll hear a slap on the surface as their tail flips over as well. It's wow. unmistakable in the middle of the night you hear this noise. Oh, that's quite spooky, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite, it's quite cool. It's and, like the, uh, you often the... get it on like really moonlit nights, yeah. you know. And, 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 you know, in situations like that, you want to fish up in the water for them. It's like the monster of the deep. So they're not always the monster of the deep. They're sometimes no, the monster of the shallows up, as they well. They come up, yeah. I mean, if you set out to get one, obviously you've got to have big gear they're quite a specialist fish people don't you know i, I mean say a lot of people i suppose your average angler wouldn't be a, a bit you, specialist, i would it? never recommend fishing for no. catfish with anything other than catfish tackle i mean you will get a hundred people telling you that they've landed big catfish on carp fishing gear but it's like you know landing a 20 pound carp on a on a you know a float rod you mm. wouldn't fish for that fish no. on that tackle so It'd be a mistake. So you it? wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. You know, it's all very yeah. well landing something on the wrong gear. Yeah. But, you know, these are living creatures. You owe them a bit of respect. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And 
and they they do themselves in from fighting with us. So you don't want to make it too protracted. You want you want a nice. I mean, a you want to be one. able to handle the fish you've hooked. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, they are big, ugly beasts. They, well, some they, say they're ugly. They've got some beauty, I suppose. They pull back like nothing you've they really experienced. Fight. You know? They really fight. Yeah. So. The one you caught, how long did it actually take the 30 pound to get in? Oh, you. Sometimes, I think it depends on the catfish, really. I've hooked I've hooked catfish that I just can't do anything with. And I think most catfish anglers will tell you similar you can't stories. Get it in at all. You just, you know, yeah. And that's when you you do get the specialist guys who are, are using really ridiculous, like 150 pound braid sometimes to, wow. you know. But yeah, I've hooked on. on you know, thirty pound mono, and it's just, you know, gone off around the back of an island. You just can't do anything with it at well, all. You know, I wouldn't use thirty pound island on the beach. No, they, they there's nothing. Is there stopped. is nothing that pulls as hard as a catfish. You know, oh. and they really just do they uh, the ones you've had. I mean, I, I can only imagine do they hit and run? They take it fast, do they? And they, they yeah, like, you often get like screaming takes. They're, they're quite. Um, they're quite actually quite sensitive to like things like resistance and stuff. So you have to fish semi delicately with regards to like your, you know, you can't fish on a tight line and things like that for them. You, you know, you, you, it's not a time for bolt rigs and stuff like that. You want like a running lead so that they can take the bait freely. But yeah, once you've hooked them, yeah, don't Just hold on to dear life basically. Lead. Yeah, it's a ride and half, isn't it? Definitely, <laughs> definitely, yeah. Certainly beats going to an amusement park, you know. You um you. You, you rue the day like that you've hooked it really sometimes you you know 15 minutes later you're like oh God. I wish this would be over you yeah. know like your back's killing you and amazing leaning into the rod sort of thing it's almost like you would get like a shark you're on a boat and you're sharking yeah an hour to, like some of the tuna if anyone's seen wicked tuna on tv they can take five or six hours to get in it looks like too much like hard work to me yeah but, um, it's, it's, yeah yeah i mean a catfish must be sort of similar but a straight ledger then, running ledger, 30-pound line straight through. Yeah. The wire trace, have they got teeth, these things? You, they haven't got, um, they've not got sharp teeth, but no. you wouldn't you wouldn't use wire for them because no. it can sort of cut them, but you will, you'd need something that's very abrasion resistant because they've got like pads in their mouth. Oh, right. So they're very abrasive. So um, you'd want really like a dedicated like catfish hook link, which there's many on the market, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Bryston do some ton up, crack um, and braid and things like that. There's um, Catfish Pro do Kevlar hook link, which well, is like Kevlar. supple but also yeah, like yeah. just completely. What you're using going chainsaw in Kevlar? Yeah, it's it just um, it's all to do with like roughness. It's not yeah. it's not sort of it's not they've not got sharp teeth. They've got rough pads, so anything that's thinner or like mono and that will just get chafed straight through in the fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are they a nighttime fish or do they? Now, traditionally, if you read a, a book about catfish from fifteen or twenty years ago, it will say that they're nocturnal. They are mm. supposed to be nocturnal. I, but, I had that view. But, but yeah. saying that, a lot of these sort of day ticket waters that they're in are like muddier water, mm. yeah. and you know you can catch them readily through the day as well. And have they got? Is am I right in saying they got? They they feed. Mostly by their smell, sense of smell. Or? Yeah, when you get one on the bank, you'll see it's got tiny little useless eyes, absolutely yeah, useless eyes. Yeah. But what they have got is massive whiskers, which which 
obviously is why they're called catfish. They've got all these extra sensory devices on them that detect like electromagnetic pulses and scents and smells and tastes in the water. Yeah. Um, So yeah, they're really, really adept at, you know, when you watch watch them hunting, you know, in the moonlight, you watch them hunting like little rudd and roach and that. They like bullets, you know. It's amazing. Something they can't see and yet, well, they, they, can, they obviously can see, but their eyesight is not brilliant. Well, it's kind of, uh, I suppose, we're looking at, um, you know, development over millions of years, you know, evolution. They probably don't they need are, their eyes because they look yeah, in the Yeah, they're just the depths, a, as efficient know. a predator as you could ever. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people would think of them as like scavengers, but mm. they are amazing pred- predatory fish. You know, they, they'll hunt down a live fish, chase it down. Just, and I would say they just probably, like a pike or a perch would. Yeah, and I would imagine they would take quite a big. You would say dead bait or live bait. You need a big fish. You can catch them on really big baits. Yeah, yeah. I know people who use like. There's all manner of baits that people use. You know. Would you go and, like stick a mackerel on there or something? Yeah, I know lots yeah. of people who've caught on that caught them on like, ch- well, chunks of mackerel. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure they'd take a whole one. Yeah. Um, you get people fishing with like livers. For them, that's wow. a good bait. Um, yeah. Double hooks or just one big? Just hook? just big single hooks. How big, big with the hook? Real big strong hooks. Meat cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> Some yes, I mean you've. It's the same as anything else, really. You know, you match your hook to the size of your bait more than the size of the fish. But yeah, usually big hooks. You know, size twos and upwards. So it, it with catfishing, you'll be looking at sometimes the two O's. And wow. sizes like that, you know, yeah, yeah. up to like I believe some of the catfish pro hooks go up to like four and five O's sometimes. But right. you think about it, if you're using like, you know, a sort of six or seven inch long piece of liver, you know, yeah, almost. It's a, it's a massive bait. Yeah, I don't. And a catfish is it basically looks like a sock, doesn't it? Its widest point is its mouth, so yeah. the mouth yeah. is huge. So these big hooks, they go in no problem at all. Oh, they kind of eel like come out, cattle come out of the mouth. And yeah. Then they- yeah. Not for nothing. You wouldn't want to be something smaller than that mouth, would you, if no, you was in the no, water? No, I, I think they're scary things. I mean, there's one of those fish a bit like the giant pike that you've probably got horror stories that, you know, have been attacked by a cat, you know. Yeah. And there's been rumours over the years, was it a giant, you know, at a horse or something, you know. Yeah, and some of the some of the stories you see from, like, the, the big rivers out in, the, out in Europe yeah. where, you know, guys will be playing like 50 and 60 pound catfish and they'll get taken on the way in by an even bigger you know, by a bigger catfish you know or I, I heard a, a first-hand story of a bloke who was playing a 60 pound catfish to the boat and it got taken and he played a bigger catfish basically on it for like two hours and it let it go and he what he was left with was like a a skinned 60 pound catfish wow. where this huge you know who knows how big it might have been amazing i suppose there's they lurk so deep and they're not seen that often until they do come up. And when they do come up, they're probably at night, as you say. Yeah. They're not going to come up in the day, are they? Well, I think I think in, yeah. I think it depends on the situation. But yeah. like some of these rivers where it's clearer, they're going to be more nocturnal, I'd say. Yeah. But but you certainly see them getting caught in the day more than more than it would say on paper, you know. And, and I, I know in uh, in foreign climes, in foreign places, they're they're counted as a delicacy. People actually eat them, don't they? I've I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't want to eat one. I wouldn't want to eat one myself. 
No. Not if it was sixty pound. No. Take a bit of getting through, wouldn't it? <laughs> You're gonna mill for a month. <laughs> you know, cut it up, put it in the freezer, you won't have to go shopping. Yeah. But now apparently, you know, I don't know whether they're a different type of catfish. I mean, the one we kind of know here as the Wells catfish, is there two different is there a Wells and a normal catfish or are they all Wells? When when we talk about catfish here in the UK we're generally talking about Wells catfish. Yeah. Most of the ones that are stocked here are Wells catfish. Where did you get the name Wells from? Off, no, no idea. idea. No, 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 thanks for putting me on the spot there. I thought I'd try I, you I, out. I absolutely don't know that. I I'm sure you I can know. find out for you. But, <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I had no idea why they're called Wells. Yeah, I no, I, I don't know that either. Probably. But um, they're, they're pretty much all Wells catfish in the UK, yeah. 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 Um, there's hundreds of different species of catfish across the world, but, but yeah, in Europe I mean, it's mostly Wells catfish. The ones they eat. You know, probably a different kind of breed. Yeah, I'm not know. sure to be honest. And it's but, important to say, like most of the catfish you encounter in the UK are going to be like in private fisheries, like privately yeah, oh, yeah, owned. Like, yeah. So you wouldn't be able to eat them even if you no, wanted to. No, you wouldn't want them anyway. Wouldn't you? I don't think so. No. 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 But a, a massive fish to play in, and they can take up to three, four hours to get in. So, some of the massive ones in in Europe. Yeah. You know, it's would like you, a day's work, isn't it? Yeah, crikey, would you fancy that yourself? I would like to go to yeah. the, to the uh, yeah, if, if any listeners are willing to offer me a free yeah, trip any, out to the Ebro, <laughs> I'd, I'd take them up. Or yeah. the Poe in Italy. Yeah, I've seen some amazing videos on uh, YouTube of of guys like stalking catfish yeah. in like crystal clear rivers somewhere. Oh, yeah. a, and they're a very powerful fish, aren't they? So powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're I say, I've only had them up to mid thirty pounders and. Even so, you, you know. They're kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I, a bit scary, I think. A little so, bit, yeah. I think I can be, see why. There's certain things, as a fisherman like me, as an angler, um, I get a bit scared about, you know, and I think catfish is probably going to be one of them. Yeah. The other thing is some of the some of the, the weirdest things in the seas, you know, some of the, 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 the spiny monsters, the weaver fish, all that. I yeah. get scared about. So it's well. a bit like your sort of monster. And the back race scare me to death, <laughs> let alone the catfish. Because it's got spikes. Yeah. It's a bit like your sort of monster congas and things like that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. On, yeah, on similar thing. And that, yeah. You know. yeah. I remember I used to fish on a pier local to us that, you know, we we was always being told about this monster conga that lived at the bottom. I think like every time you got snagged on something, you would all just presume you'd hooked that monster conga. Yeah, you know? yeah. I used to dream of landing like this. Two hundred pound conger eel, like I've got off, him. I've got off, him off my ten foot pier rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And then the council come down with an excavator and put a shopping trolley up. But yeah, exactly. That could have been that, your yeah. conger. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. I mean, um, is it? Do you go? Do you go fishing for personally, or I, I'm trying to do more and more. Yeah. I mean, with it's one of those things you've got to really be patient you, with. I would imagine it, it's not so much patience. It's about the specialist gear you need. Yeah, you know, yeah, you just. Yeah. I, I, can't stress enough don't don't think that your carp gear is going to be enough because inevitably you're going to end up losing one and leaving a load of line in one and you know yeah it could be a death sentence to that fish you know we 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 all tell like anecdotal tales about losing catfish like i did earlier but it's not a good thing it's not something to be proud of no, you know? no you've inevitably you've left hooks and line yeah. and that in that fish um, it's, not it's not good practice so you yeah. know get some dedicated gear if you want to give it a good go yeah and absolutely. uh it's a really specialist thing. Yeah, and, uh, but but man, I mean, what what a challenge! Oh, Cat, catch a freshwater fish over a hundred pound in the UK. That is amazing. You Could know, be done. Could be done. It's quite an exciting thing to think about. Although so I, that is my, I I 
I don't know if I've ever mentioned it to you, Paul, but I had a huge carp once. Yeah. Uh, an 87-pound carp in France. You never mention that. He says I've it never every mentioned day. it. Yeah. He says it every day. It's my no, greeting it's... to most people. <laughs> but um, since catching that, I've kind of got a bit of a bee in my bonnet. I want to. I want to catch like other fish over eighty pounds. Yeah. So my big aim over the next few summers, I have kitted myself out with some big catfish gear, and that is the plan to catch an eighty-pound plus catfish in the UK. Good on you, mate. I hope you get it. And this is a summer thing, rather than pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Once it gets hot really once it starts yeah. warming up the cats come out to play and really that. really once you once you start getting frosts you know dewy nights and that they start getting harder to catch yeah i do know some dedicated guys who will catch them pretty much all year round but it gets a lot harder yeah lot I, would, harder. I would imagine so because it's a you know can't even you know just imagine a, a big wide open lake mm. and you start hearing massive great big splashes you know and you're wondering what the hell that is yeah um quite a scary prospect you know but i hope you catch one if you do obviously tell us about it. um and uh and i'd like to see it you know i wouldn't want to hold it, I'll leave it the end, but, you know <laughs> uh, yes it's it, it seems like an easy thing to say but i've tried a few times and uh i've not had one yet but. so was the 86 pound carp that you had 87 did, 87 i'm sorry yes um did you have to uh have two of you holding it like you see with the catfish. I features. did hold it. I managed to hold it up myself, but yeah. with that fish, it's it's. Uh, Usually they're really fat, aren't they? At it, that stage? It's a really big fish, yeah. really fat and belly, I'm a really small man, so yeah. it, it, well, it it was like everything to get my arms around it. Um, but I was in the water, so you could sort of let the water support its weight, and then just stand up with it for a few photos, and then sort of lower it down. The, the big pictures of the catfish I see, yeah, are like four blokes holding it, <laughs> yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, ends. these fish are some yeah. of these fish are two hundred pounds. Yeah, you know? and, and one's got the head end, and the other ones, yeah, you know, they're and, like and, eight, nine foot long, aren't they? Some of them. Yeah, and there was theories that the the Loch Ness monster could have been a big catfish. Never know. You know Is that, that where I should start? Do you think? I think you should quest? get up there, mate. Get yourself up the Loch Ness. Yeah. Bit of live do bait. A bit of camping for a while. Yeah, get up there, catch it. You'll know anyway, you know, because if you do catch a catfish up there, it'll be wearing tartan. Yes. Uh, thanks for coming in, mate. We'll see you again for more fishing uh, with the one and only specimen hunter, Nate. Cheers, mate. See you later. <laughs> well, that's all we've got time for on this week's edition of the Rodcast. Thanks for joining us. We've enjoyed your company. Thanks to Nate for telling us all about how to catch those ferocious catfish. Quite scary. And if you are travelling up and down the UK on your holidays in the UK to these wonderful countries that we have and all the wonderful coastlines we have, you might want to take a little spinning rod and some bass lures and see if you can entice a bass from around our UK shore. Don't forget we're out every Thursday, so tell your mates to make a date with the broadcast and join us again next time when Nate will be talking more freshwater species and I'll be testing some more tackle on our Tackle on Test feature. So thanks for joining us, one and all, for the Rodcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.